The uh, sun does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. I'm delighted to be here. These are historic times in Appalachia. A lot has changed, a lot is changing now, and a lot still needs to change. In our podcast, we talk with changemakers right square in the middle of all this, working to ensure the change is for the good. You're listening to Change in the Coalfields, a podcast by Coalfield Development. I'm your host, Brandon Dennison. This is Change in the Coalfields. My name is Ashley Stennett, Communications Coordinator here at Coalfield Development. And every month we talk about our themes. This month our theme is Attitude and Volition. Attitude. Brandon, where does your mind take you when you hear Attitude. Well, our West Virginian who embodies attitude is a fellow named Jim Comstock. The reason I picked Comstock, he was a prickly character, but had a great sense of humor. He started a newspaper out of Richwood, West Virginia called the Hillbilly Weekly. And, uh, you know, never took himself or this region too seriously. And uh, just always kept a good attitude, had a lighthearted perspective to share on things had a national reach. He that paper was so funny and so interesting. Shipped it out uh, cross country. You know, was a practical jokester too. One time, shipped it out, put ramps uh, in every <laughs> single newspaper. I bet the the smell and, uh, of that was. <laughs> so yeah, he's a little bit of an unconventional one, but a fun one. Yeah, it's really cool. I didn't know a lot about him, and was reading up about his uh, publishing skills and his humor and all that. And so one thing about it, I like about Appalachia, you know, we try not to put on airs, uh, try not to take every, ourselves too seriously. And I think he embodies that and just stay positive. Find, find the humor, find the joy as a piece of our value set. You know, to always find the joy in the work uh, and in the community and in life, even when things are hard, yeah. you know, there's, there's always gotta be something you can find that's worth a laugh or worth a smile. Yeah. And you know, when you, when you get, caught up in uh, when you're doing very serious work, sometimes that can take a backseat. It's just like, take a deep breath, relax. At the end of the day, you're still living life. You're good about that, I'll say. <laughs> so you're always good to uh, find the joy, find the humor, uh, keep smiling. I think you do a good job with that. Well, I appreciate that. Try not to be too corny. But. You know, I attend, <laughs> the, the further we go, I end up at uh, – you know, conferences and meetings, and it is about poverty and yeah. development and climate change and uh, heavy issues, and, and you can't mm-hmm. ignore those. You, you don't want to become so lighthearted. Yeah. You lose track of the issues, but you don't want to grow so serious uh, that the work just becomes drudgery because that's not really sustainable either. So kind of finding that balance. Yeah, I think it's a balance. Yeah. Volition. That's a, that's a word. That's a word. I like how that word kind of rolls off. I purposefully, this is one a lot of people have pushed back and said, Brandon, nobody actually knows what volition means. Those are the best kinds of words. I think so. I think we can use the words to push ourselves, you know, outside the comfort zone, expand the vocab a little bit. We're here in the iCenter podcast studio, and that uh, was created by Professor Ben Ng of the Marshall University Business School. Ben was our speaker one council day for volition, uh, and, and, and had a great perspective on it. It's really about volition is this idea of action. Uh, it's a little bit like an initiative, but it's realizing our agency 
as people our power to say, I have control over my life. If I say I want to earn an associate's degree, if I say I want to, you know, maybe I'm coming out of the justice system and I don't have my driver's license. Uh, Maybe I want to start a business. Maybe I want to write a book. Volition is that we don't just say we want to do it, but we actually do it. And we realize our agency and our power as people to achieve our goals and our dreams. And our West Virginian Homer Hickam. Homer Hickam. He took a lot of action. Rocket Boys. Author of the Rocket Boys. Great movie. Great movie. Great Great book. book. Yeah. Uh, Phenomenal writer. He worked for NASA. You know, he loved rockets. He had a rocket club in Colwood, McDowell County. Very rural West Virginia coal camp. And he wanted to work in the space program. And he did it. Started out with a rocket club. Competed in national competitions. Went all the way to NASA, wrote a great book about it, has written many other great books about it since. A uh, whole lot of volition. And and you're a guy that, I mean, obviously you travel quite a bit yep. in this capacity at Coalfield. And whenever you're out traveling, and just in even in casual conversation, do you ever find yourself like maybe talking about some of these individuals who are historical or they've they're a big deal and the other person's like, well, I didn't know they were from West Virginia. All the time. Everybody's heard of the individual. Yep. But they're like, wow, I didn't know they were from act- like from West Virginia. We thought they were from fill in the blank. All the time. Yeah. It's, it's, I just it's wanted to you- say that. And it's interesting, you know, as we, as we pick these, it's a mix. Some of the West Virginians that stayed in West Virginia their whole life, like Comstock. Others. Like Hickam. I don't think he. Hickam traveled. He left. He went to Florida to work for NASA. He comes back multiple times a year. Uh, it's it's a mix, and um, and I think that's healthy. You know, that's some of us will stay, some of us will go, and that's okay. But it is they go to show that great minds and great talent have come out of these hills and hollers. And I think a lot of times there's a stereotype of this place that we're needy, we're ignorant, we're whatever. And the reason we try and have these West Virginians who embody these themes is to show that actually. We're creative, we're resilient, there's a proud past, and that can shape the the future that we're trying to build. Absolutely. That's kind of why whenever somebody says, oh, I didn't know they were from there, it's almost like for a moment you're like, it's a well, bit insulting. Well, why wouldn't they be from Exactly here? right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of like that. So Why is that so surprising? Right. And even for these famous, even these movers and shakers and that have from here but maybe left – I don't think they've really 100% left. They find a way to come back, or they find a way to either directly or indirectly contribute back to the Mountain State in in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And that could just be coming back to help the community they grew up in, come back for, you know, uh, charitable causes, things like that. Yeah, I know Hickam, Homer Hickam comes to the West Virginia Book Festival almost every year and helps recruit other authors, you know, to come and speak and, and engage in that has supported scholarships uh, for Appalachian kids and science programs. So awesome. The roots run deep, uh, positive attitude, volition. I think the two go together. I think a lot of times the attitude we have when we go into a situation or take on an endeavor, have the volition to undertake an endeavor is a huge indicator of how that, is going to go. You know, I'm a big believer in self-fulfilling prophecies. I think a lot of times we get out of a situation exactly what we expect 
to get out of a situation. And so it's just critical we go in with the right frame of mind and a positive attitude. There's a big arena right now around this manifestation, kind of willing it okay. into existence. If you, you know, okay. but but you got to see it first. You got to see it first, but it's all all of it is through action. Yeah, keep and, moving forward. Yeah, even keep, if it's small steps, see where you want to go and then chip away at it. Chip away at it. Chip away at it. Yeah, absolutely. Our in personal development, we do a lot with milestones. All of our trainees, crew members, uh, set personal goals and milestones. Human development team works to keep folks accountable, but also encouraged to hit those milestones. And that's, uh, that's exactly what you're talking about. You, you see a big goal, maybe earning an associate's degree or earning some new training credentials, getting some different experience. And sometimes those goals take a long time, um, but you just keep it, you stay in motion, stay in action, keep chipping away at it, stay positive. Before you know it, you'll look back and be amazed at how far you've come. And it really grounds me because sometimes I'm very bad about when I set a goal, it's a lot of times I'm bad about it's got to be like some big picture. And you always forget it's like sometimes a big deal is passing a driver's test. Absolutely. Because if you don't hit that milestone, you can't hit a bunch of other milestones to come after it. First time, you know, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're in an apartment, yeah, or you got your first house, yeah, you know things like that. You got your first vehicle. You open a banking account. Open a bank there. Yes, that's a big absolutely. One. Getting a getting a uh, cell what, phone. What matters <laughs> is not the size of the goal or the milestone. What matters is that it's important to you, yeah. and that you're in motion and you're not giving up, and you're hitting the milestone. And when you hit one, then you get set another, and you hit that, you get set another. But and again, before you know it, you hit a bunch of supposedly small milestones, but you look back at what they've added up to and you're astounded at what you've accomplished. Perfectly said. All right. Thanks. I look forward to uh, next month's themes. Same here. Change in the Coalfields is a podcast created by Coalfield Development in the hills and hollers of West Virginia. This episode was hosted by Brandon Dennison and produced and edited by JJN Multimedia. Become a part of our mission to rebuild the Appalachian economy by going to our website, coalfield-development.org to make a donation. You can email us anytime at info at coalfield-development.org and subscribe to our newsletter for more information on the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn by searching Coalfield Development. Check back soon for more episodes.